0: want to have better conversations join my free 21-day confidence building course you'll learn how to effectively talk about yourself and clearly explain what you do so you'll be able to have more meaningful conversations with less awkward silences sign up now at freeconfidencecourse.com you're listening to stand out get noticed the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. If you want to be a person of influence and achieve success in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. Last week, I was a guest speaker at a meetup run by the League of Extraordinary Women here in Melbourne, and I was speaking all about how to create your personal pitch and and be confident when introducing yourself and speaking speaking about yourself and the m c of, of the night she she got up and it was in front of about eighty women who were at this meetup and she got up and she said, "Okay, I'd like to introduce our next speaker. Her name is Christina Canters, and her business is called the C word and I was like uh what <laughs> That's not right. It's not the C word. And luckily for me, someone else yelled out the C method, the C method. And this woman, she, when she realized that she'd made this mistake and got the name of my business wrong, she, she didn't freak out. She didn't, you know, lose what she was saying and, and sort of look at her notes and crumble and not know what to say. She just laughed and said, Oh, well. The C word, there's an idea for your next business maybe, ha, 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 and we all had a bit of a laugh and she continued to introduce me and then handed it over to me and and, and it was all good. Now, this was an excellent demonstration of how to recover from when you, you know, mess up when you're speaking in front of other people. And I know that this is a lot of people's worst nightmare, right? to make a mistake, to mess up your words or to forget what you're saying or to introduce someone incorrectly. But the way that she handled it, she didn't let it get to her. She corrected herself and she had a laugh and she moved on. And the result of the way that she handled it was that we were all able to relax and be comfortable. There was no awkwardness. She was able to to relax and move on. And the whole evening proceeded as planned and it was really, really fun. Now, what she did was a real demonstration on how to take these mistakes in your stride. And to do this well, it requires you to not care what anyone thinks of you. And that is what I'm going to be diving into in this episode. This is episode 58 of the Standout Get Noticed podcast, and I'm your host, Christina Canters. Let's get into it. One reason that we're so afraid of speaking in front of an audience is we're afraid of messing up, making a mistake, saying the wrong thing, having a mental blank, and so on. And we're afraid because we care about what people will think of us when we do mess up. Perhaps we think that they'll think that we're stupid or uneducated or not good or qualified enough to be talking to them or working with them. But the problem, when we care too much about what other people think of us, is that it holds us back, it stops us from having great conversations or expanding our knowledge. When I was younger I used to think that people would think I was stupid or naive for not knowing what a, a word meant. People would speak to me and they'd use acronyms as they were speaking for example and I would just pretend I knew what it meant and would just nod along. For example you know people will say I work for an NGO and I'd have no idea what an NGO was, but I'd nod along me and go, oh, yeah, yeah, NGOs. Yeah, cool. NGO, by the way, stands for non-government organization. And people who work for non-government organizations assume that everyone knows what an NGO is. But really, we don't. But I was so afraid of looking stupid that I would, you know, i just go along with it and not even ask. But that then prevented me from then learning what an NGO was, or learning more about, or being able to, or, or confident to ask more questions about it, to dive deeper into it. Nowadays, I don't care what people think, so I just say, what's that? If so, if I didn't know what an NGO was, I'd say, uh, what's an NGO? And then they would explain. And I never have anyone say to me, oh, how come you don't know that? You should know that, right? So I just openly admit it. Now, I believe this is so important. I'm going to go deeper into it in this episode. I want to share with you how to not care what people think of you. And if you can work on this and even master the art of not caring what people think, I'm telling you, it is an incredibly liberating feeling. And it'll make it much, much easier the next time you're out, say at a networking event and speaking to people, meeting new people for the first time, or speaking in front of a group and, and public speaking in that capacity. All right, let's do this. How to not care what people think. Firstly, you need to be comfortable with failing. That's right, be comfortable with failing. You need to know that it might, or at some point, will happen. You will make a mistake. You will mess up your words. You will have an awkward conversation. And once you can accept that that's going to happen, it's going to make it much easier going into those situations. You need to change your mindset and be okay with failure. Henry Ford once said, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. You don't need to be that needy person running around, omitting this, please like me, vibe, right? It's not attractive. If you go into a social situation thinking, yeah, I could potentially have some awkward conversations tonight, but that's alright, whatever, there's plenty of people. If there's someone who I don't like, I'll just move on to the next person. Or if you go into a presentation thinking, Yeah, I might forget my words, but that's alright. I know they'll still like me no matter what. How different is that attitude going in? Yeah? So be comfortable with failing. Number two. Be interested in you. You know, I have people write to me saying, Christina, I'm afraid to have conversations because I'm afraid that people won't think I'm interesting or that I'll have interesting things to say. And here's what I say to you. If you are interested in what you're talking about, right? If you're interested and excited about sharing about you and sharing about what you do, then that energy is going to come across and that energy is going to be infectious. And they will, as a result, be much more likely to find you interesting. Okay, it's not so much about what you're saying that has to be interesting. It's about how you're saying it. Have you ever spoken to someone and they were telling you about the most banal thing, like maybe what they had for breakfast or what happened to them on the bus on their way to work? and the actual thing that happened was just pretty normal. Or maybe it was a bit funny, but otherwise pretty normal. But the way they explained it and the fact they got so excited about it and animated about it, didn't it just make you want to join in? Didn't it make you excited or at least interested in that thing they were talking about? And then conversely, you could be talking about the most interesting subject to someone else, but if you're not interested in it, And if your energy is low, that's just not going to match up. And it's very hard to also become enthusiastic about that thing. I like to say that if you want your audience or the person you're speaking to, to get up to 100% in terms of their energy and enthusiasm for the conversation and talking to you, you need to be at 150%. Think of an aerobics instructor. I used to do a lot of these fitness classes, and you know, you'd go in, and you sometimes you're feeling a little bit off, you're feeling a bit tired, but you've dragged yourself to the gym, and you go, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm going to do this. And then the and then the instructor comes in, and he or she is just bursting with energy. They're like this bouncy ball, just bouncing off the walls, and they go, hey everyone, let's go, let's go, let's do this, woo, 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 and they're like jumping around. And all of a sudden you go, oh my god! Okay, I guess I'd better perk up. All right, all right, let's go, let's go. And their energy is so in- in- infectious, but they're at like 150 percent. But they need to be there in order to to get you up to you know 80 or 100 percent. And I've been in classes where the instructors come in and they look like it was just another day at the office, and it was like, all right, here we go, same old warm up. All right, let's go. And I can't get enthusiastic when that happens. Right? I'm looking to these instructors for leadership. I want them to lead me and show me how enthusiastic and and fun and exciting this class can be. And it's much the same way when you're speaking to an audience, or even if it's one-on-one, you need to show your audience how exciting this thing is that you're talking about. You need to be at 150%, okay? At least, even 200%. So if you want to be interesting, You need to be interested, yeah? Okay, the third way to not care what people think about you is to accept that you don't know everything. Mm Mhm. I hate to break it to you, you really don't know everything. Now, when you're having conversations with someone, you might be thinking, oh, are they going to think that I'm, you know, not intelligent, I don't know about this, I don't know about that. You can't possibly know everything about everything. So why should others expect you to? You have your area of expertise. We all do. And they have their area of expertise. If you don't know anything about their area of expertise, that's totally cool. There's nothing wrong with that. You can just say, that's not my area. And you can use this as an opportunity to perhaps get them to teach you more about their area you know, about what they know. and Most people are happy to oblige. You don't have to pretend that you know something. If someone says, oh, I'm an architect and you don't know anything about architecture, that's totally cool. If you say, hmm, I don't know anything about architecture. Can you please explain how that works? They're not going to go, what do you mean you don't know anything about architecture? No, they'll be like, oh, okay, here's someone who I can share this with. And then, as a result, you're going to learn something new. If you go on with the conversation and pretend that you know all this stuff about architecture and just nod and smile, that's not doing any good for the conversation or for your relationship or your connection with that person. Yeah? So you need to not care what they're thinking of you in terms of your level of knowledge. And another way that this is beneficial is that if you actually say, I don't know what that means. Can you explain that to me? Clearly, that's actually going to give them a really good challenge. You know how when someone explains to you something, what they do, and it makes absolutely no sense and it's full of jargon. Look, most people are used to giving this spiel and no one ever actually challenges them on it on what it means. You know, no one's a, (laughs) a lot of the time. They probably haven't had anyone say to them before. What does that mean? can you please simplify that? No, no, simplify it even more. No, no, simplify it even more. I'm way outside your industry. I have no idea what any of this means. Like no one's ever said that to them before. So they just keep on doing it, thinking it's fine, thinking, oh, people understand me when really no one has any clue. Personally, I don't read the news. I don't read the newspaper. I don't watch the news on TV and I don't watch TV shows. So sometimes I'm a little slow on world events. Maybe that's not a good thing, but whatever. That's not a priority for me to read the newspaper. So I'll say to people, hey, what's going on in the world today? Hey, what's happening in the newspaper? Or if people say, oh, my God, did you see that thing that happened? And I'll be like, no, what happened? And they'll, if they look at me and go, what do you mean you don't know? I'll say, I don't read the newspaper. I choose to dedicate my time to other things. And I'm happy with how I live my life. I'm happy with my priorities. Thank you very much. And if you don't want to be my friend because I don't read the newspaper, then cool. I don't want to be your friend either. Okay, I hope that wasn't too tangential to the point I was making, which is to accept that you don't know everything. Oh, and even if you are speaking about your area of expertise, just be open to the fact that there is some stuff that you may not know. If you show people that you are open to learning and you're willing to take on feedback and learn new things and admit that you don't know anything, that's a great way to show authenticity and vulnerability, which is actually going to help you to connect with other people anyway. So it's all around a good thing. And I'd like to end this point with a quote from one of my favorite plays, The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde, where Lady Bracknell says, I have always been of the opinion that a man who desires to get married should know either everything or nothing. Which do you know? And Jack says, I know nothing, Lady Bracknell. And Lady Bracknell replies, I am pleased to hear it. I do not approve of anything that tampers with natural ignorance. And the final thing I'd like to share with you today to help you not care what people think of you is to understand that perfect is boring. Mark Jacobs said, I always find beauty in things that are odd and imperfect. They are much more interesting. And Marilyn Monroe said, imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. If you want to stop caring about what people think of you, it is critical that you stop trying to be perfect or the version of you that you think other people want you to be. You need to embrace your imperfections, your quirks, your, as Robin Williams put it, spark of madness. Personally, the people that I admire the most are those who fully embrace who they are, and they don't care whether they're perfect or not. They take pride in how they look, but they don't care about how other people might expect them to look. They say what's on their mind without caring about what others expect them to say. And they like what they like, because they like it, not because everyone else likes it. Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters said, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. If you effing like something, like it. And he goes on to talk about, you know, who cares if it's not considered cool? If it's cool to you, then that's all that matters. So the next time that you're about to go to an event or a meet-up or you're about to give a presentation do not i repeat do not attempt to give a perfect speech or a perfect elevator pitch or spiel about yourself the imperfections are going to make it interesting because the imperfections are you you could line up a dozen robots and get them to say the most perfectly constructed speech one after another Do you think that would be interesting? I say, absolutely not. But get a dozen humans to stand up and do the same speech with their own actions, vocal tone, facial expressions, dramatic pauses. And suddenly, that same speech belongs to each of them in their own unique way. Perfect is boring. Love your imperfections and messiness. And other people will love that about you too. So there you go. Four ways to not care about what people think. Just to recap really quickly. Firstly, be comfortable with failing. Secondly, be interested in what you're sharing. Number three, accept that you don't know everything. And finally, perfect is boring. I want you to work on embodying these four things. It's a gradual process. Like they say, it won't happen overnight, but it will happen. And as you start to do this, I want you to really think about and feel and tap into how it feels. Just just try it when you're out and about. Say to someone, I don't know what that means, right? How does that feel? Do you feel inadequate or do you actually feel good about the fact that you were able to admit that? Did it lead onto to another conversation that you wouldn't have had otherwise if you hadn't shared that you don't actually know everything about everything? Or maybe you have something about you, some quirkiness that you haven't actually embraced fully before and you think that it's just this weird thing that you do or this weird way that you act. I want you to think about really loving that thing, loving that quirk, that imperfection, and going, how can I make this into something that's me? How can I use this next time I'm out and speaking to really make it so that it becomes cool? You know, it's part of my coolness and it's something that people love about me instead of something that I'm trying to hide away. If you can do these things, believe me, you'll feel incredibly liberated and and you'll be able to feel your confidence growing. So go out there and be awesome. (laughs) And that's all from me this week for episode 58. Just want to say a big thanks to the League of Extraordinary Women for having me speak at their meetup and for inspiring me for this episode. And if you've just finished listening to this and you haven't yet signed up for my free 21-day confidence course, jump on that right now at freeconfidencecourse.com. It's not going to be up there for much longer. I'm working on a new website, which I'm so excited about. And I'm going to be restructuring that. And It's not going to be 21. I'm going to be reducing that. So there's not going to be as much content available for free. So there's there's a lot of content in there that's for free right now. So if you haven't yet, go to freeconfidencecourse.com and sign up and that's all from me this week for real this time keep on being awesome and i will see you next week for another episode my name's christina canters and this has been stand out get noticed Seeing as we're talking about not caring what people think and being empowered, I thought I'd play Katy Perry's Firework for you. Baby, you're a firework. Come and let your colours burst. Make them go, oh. Do you- No.